interrupt this program for an important news announcement. Hey, Geek Salad fans. So we decided to do something a little different with this episode. Seeing as how novelty songs can be both uh, for kids and for adults, uh, I've actually decided to create two different versions of the show. There's a clean version, and there's a more longer, explicit version of the show for anyone over 18. So you are currently listening to the clean version of the show. So if this was the wrong one, uh, don't fret, just hit pause, go back and look. They are marked for clean and explicit. And before we begin, after we finished recording, we got a request from a friend of the show, Matt Jones, who did want us to mention the genius of Gerard Alessandrini and his creation, Forbidden Broadway. And who am I to say no to Matt? So here's a clip from Forbidden Broadway. I'm glad you're so popular. You've been on more TV shows and you've modeled clothes. Some would even call obscene. You're in all the PR shots and the promo spots. You even look attractive green. Yes, I'm popular, but you're the more popular. You're even been Brantley's pet and you've got a set of pipes to rival Barbara Cook. You're the star who wrote the I'm Loved and I'm Famous book. <laughs> you're such a sweetie that my zero And with that said, enjoy the show! Why, your mortal enemy is on the radio! It's time for more Dementia with Dr. Demento! Ah! And now, the funny fun! Secret lair on Skull Crusher Mountain. I hope that you've enjoyed your stay so far. I see you met my assistant Scarface. His appearance is quite disturbing, but I assure you he's harmless enough. He's a sweetheart, calls me master, and he has a way of finding pretty things and bringing them to me. Welcome, Code Monkeys, to Geek Salad episode 198, Dr. Demented Basement Tapes number 198. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. And tonight we are talking all about our favorite novelty musical artists, songs, and albums. And I have to say, guys, I think this is the first time since we had our discussion about the music of 1990. That it's just been the core four. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Because um, Jim was going to join us, but he could not join us. Todd was going to join us, but uh, he was unable to join us as well. So Todd did scheduling. leave some. Yeah, a lot of scheduling stuff. So Todd did leave some stuff for us to discuss um, on, on tonight's topic, which is going to be a whole lot of fun. This is kind of like taking the place of our summer music episode. Uh, pretty much because what is summer? <laughs> <laughs> it's a word. I, I've heard of this thing. It, 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 it's been the longest 60 months I've ever experienced. Oh, good and Lord. It's only, we're only into August. 2020 is the longest century ever, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it I, is. Uh, I, was actually, I was actually just walking, walking through the uh, sales floor today, 
in the empty, mostly empty Salesforce at work. And I saw someone's uh, cubicle with the uh, calendar on it saying March. I'm like, wow, it's really been five months. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine the coat of dust that is sitting in my office right now because I have not been in my office since then. And I have pictures and Funkos up there that need to get taken home. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a couple things in my cube. I've been there a couple times. I've, I've like cleaned it a little bit while I was there. But yeah, my 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 boss told us last week is like, if you guys want to work from home until there's a vaccine, that's cool. Well, we just awesome. we just, well we just got word uh, in my company that we're those who have been working at home that got extended until uh, it, it was supposed to end in September. Now it just got extended to January 2021. Wow, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, except for me because I still got to go to the office. Oh my goodness! What, what so... reason is what reason is there that you have to be in physically in the office? I man? actually have I actually have to be physically in the office because I gotta sometimes I have to like see what's going on with production. Uh, okay, gotcha. I am directly gotcha. related. I am directly related to production. Gotcha. gotcha. That makes sense, and, but. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta make a home office. I can't, I can't continue living at the end of the de- of the dining room table anymore. So, I gotta, yeah. I gotta pack up half my craft room and and make it a uh, office. I cleaned out my basement out of necessity for this whole thing. So if that was your COVID twenty, uh, COVID nineteen uh, minute. <laughs> <laughs> and now on to the show. So yeah, um, as long as I've known, well, all of you. Uh, we've all kind of had a fondness for like fun artists, artists that don't really just kind of hit like that standard like rock and roll mainstream thing. And I would be remiss if we didn't start this conversation uh, with a lengthy talk about one Mr. Weird Al Yankovic. Right. Oh, yes. Woo. yes. And to kick us off with that, we're actually going to uh, throw to my daughter, Scarlett, who is a huge Weird Al fan, and she's going to tell us about her three favorite uh, original songs and her three favorite parodies. So let's check that out. Already in progress. So I am here right now with my 12-year-old daughter, Scarlett, who over the last few years has really gotten into Weird Al. And as part of our discussion uh, for this show, I thought she would like to share with us her favorite uh, Weird Al like parodies and her favorite Weird Al original songs. So what, where do you want to start us off with? Do you want to start us off with an original song or with one of the parodies? Um, one of the parodies. All right. So tell me about one of the parodies. So for me, my number three favorite is probably the song Another Tattoo. Okay. This is a parody of Nothing on You by B.O.B. Uh-huh. With Bruno Mars. Okay. This song works surprisingly well. Like, if you put it on paper, it would, I'm going to be honest here, it would sound incredibly stupid, but it actually works <laughs> very well with the rhyming scheme and whatever. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, and what about for uh, your number three original song? My number three original song is the song Good Old Days. Okay, well, why do you like that one? Because I'm going to be honest here, I do not usually like it when people talk about how great life when they were my age was. <laughs> but this puts a whole new twist on it. Like, back when he was a boy, he liked ripping off the wings of flies or tying his girlfriend to a chair and leaving her in a desert or burning up the supermarket or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I love that one. I love that one. So what about your number two parody? It's the song Ode to a Superhero, parody of Piano Man. Okay, and what superhero are they talking about? Spider-Man. Okay, okay. Well, all right, so why is that your number two? Because, <clears throat> well, Piano Man is a really catchy song. I mean, think about it. da 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 Yeah. And if you... Change it up so that's about Spider-Man. It completely changes the meaning of this song. This is about how he became Spider-Man. How that darn spider bit him, and now he's everywhere. <laughs> now everybody loves him. <laughs> okay. 
And now your number two original song, which which is that one? The song Virus Alert. Okay. I started listening to this one a lot when I first started online school. Okay. So I kept on having these dreams about what would happen if this all went wrong. I mean, worse than it already is. <laughs> <laughs> but this song is about a computer virus, which can do stuff like make you physically attracted to sheep. Oh. <clears throat> Peel the paint off your walls. Melt your face off your skull or whatever. <laughs> okay. So what are your honorable mentions before we get into your number one and number twos? For me, it's the song Stuck in the Drive-Thru for a parody. Okay. Which I thought was really funny. The original is about a guy and his girlfriend who is cheating on her husband and he's listening to their conversations while stuck in a closet. <laughs> but they changed this around so that's just a really long drive through line and in the end they messed up his order anyway, so what was the point? Yep. <laughs> and what about for your honorable mention for your original song? It's the song Albuquerque. Oh, man, that, that's a great one. We love doing that one in the car, right? Yeah, I really like it, but the problem, the only reason it's not an, a, a complete member of this list yeah. is because, you gotta admit, it's just too long. Didn't he write it on purpose to annoy people? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that would explain a lot. He's good at that. All right. So that brings in your, your number ones, okay? So let's talk about your number one favorite parody. For me, that's the song The Saga Begins. Okay. Which is, what's a parody of? It's a parody of American Pie. Okay. But this is about what movie? Is it The Phantom Menace? This is The Phantom Menace, yeah. Did you know this junkyard slave isn't even old enough to shave? But he can use the force, they say. <laughs> like how instead of it being about a dead singer, yeah, it's about young Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan and whatnot. Okay, I can still remember being in the car with my he mom, and she puts on that song, and I say bye bye to some, uh, this here Anakin guy. He drove a sh uh, maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and it's funny too because mom was singing that song today, right? Yeah. The original song, and she that always goes, nice. but she went right into that, soon I'm going to be a Jedi. <laughs> it's that catchy. Yep. Even my mom does it. Yep. All right, and what about your number one original song? For me, that's the song Skipper Dan. Oh, that's a great song. Hit the boards and paid my dues And got phenomenal rave reviews I knew the world was gonna love me Beats virus alert mm -hmm. is because I actually had my own little skipper Dan. <laughs> so I was trying out for the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. As Dorothy, I made the callbacks. I played Dorothy in the read for 
who for the tryouts. Yep. Then they had a mini callback for the callbacks, which I was in. Okay. Turns out I was a couple of months too young, so instead of having me play Dorothy like I wanted, <clears throat> I had to play the coroner. No oh boy. Heaven help me, the coroner. Okay. So where did your skipper Dan fit into this? This was about a boy who wants to be an actor, mm -hmm. but instead of getting the professional Broadway Hollywood actor he wanted to be, he got a job as a tour guide on the Jungle Cruise ride at oh, Disney man. World. Okay. I'm a tour guide on the Jungle Cruise ride. Skipper Dan is the name. <laughs> I've doing 34 shows every day. Every time it's the same. Yep. Yeah. So, that's great. Well, Scarlett, thank you so much for sharing your top six uh, favorite Weird Al songs with us. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, excellent. Thank you very much. Bye! Okay, well, thank you. Scarlett is so excited to have her voice heard on this show, so... <laughs> thank you, Scarlett! Thank you, Scarlett. Multi Scarlett. We are multi-generational. We are multi-generational yeah. now, and eventually she'll be able to listen to the more explicit shows at some point. At some point. Yeah, at some <laughs> yeah. point. At some oh, point, yeah. depending on the degree of how good of a parent I am. <laughs> so, in other words, uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So, anyway, let's let's talk a little bit about Weird Al. And I'm, I'm, I'll be 100% honest with you. I'm really not interested in talking about the parodies. I actually want to talk more about his original works. Well, I, I was going to say that as a, as a, when I was, you know, Scarlet's age and younger, I personally focused on the parodies. But as I've been growing up, I got really into the original stuff. And actually, I did attend as a VI, with a VIP pass with my husband. We went to the uh, ill-advised vanity tour, <laughs> which was pretty much all original stuff, except that he did do like a mashup of his classics like Eat It and stuff like that, but he did them to different tunes. Ah. And, I mean, and that was with, that was a blast. That's the thing with the Weird Al is that I think everybody kind of, to a certain degree, gets into him via the parodies because they hear a parody of a song that they really like, and they hear this parody is really, really good. Uh, but once they get into Weird Al, then they realize, oh, wait, his original stuff is actually really right. freaking good. <laughs> Oh, see, now I feel left out because I haven't, I've never really listened to his original stuff because they don't, it's not something that gets a lot of major airplay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, some, of, some of his, yeah, some of his original stuff, there's also, like, he does some things that are purely original. He also does things that are in the style of, but not an, a parody of a specific song. Like Dare to be Stupid, you know, in style of yeah. Devo. Oh, I do yeah, love Dare, to, Dare, to, Dare to be Stupid. I love Dare that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, Dare to be Stupid is a classic. There's also, uh, 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 oh, give me a minute. <laughs> well, there's Nature there's nature Trail to Hell. In 3D. Yep. In 3D. Okay, I've heard, I've, 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 okay, I've heard that song, too, and I like it. Great that. song. That Great song. song. Yeah, when I was when I was a kid, that that was not my favorite album, but that is a great album. I think we talked about that a couple of years ago. We, we I did. Mean, um, and uh, a, fairly on a, a fairly recent album, he did, like, uh, CNR uh, in the style of oh, uh, white uh, white stripes, but all about Charles Nelson Riley. Yep. 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 I'm just I'm, a little, I'm like just looking through his albums now, and I mean there's there's quite a bit here. I mean there's just really a whole lot of stuff here. Um, I think I think the first of his first one of his uh, original tracks that I really really got into was Frank's 2000 Inch TV. <laughs> I mean, especially because like like towards the end he had that um had, like, uh, can hear those ninety thousand watts of Dolby sound and he actually has like like a multi track vocal on there and it's it's just um, it was the first time I really heard something like that and it was just blew me away. Yeah. Well, you know, Scarlett had mentioned it as one of her honorable mentions, Albuquerque. Oh, which I is love just nine <laughs> nine minutes of nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's brilliant because it's one of those, oh, first of all, it's one of those great songs that I can get anywhere from the house to anywhere around town with the kids. And it's on. <laughs> all the song because 
I mean, it, it's a, it's nine and a half minutes long and it just keeps going and going. But it, it was like, it's almost like the kids were losing interest in it until he had mentioned the whole thing about going to the donut shop. <laughs> and all he had was this box of uh, crazed, Star- uh, you know, starving crazed weasels. weasels. <laughs> and as they latched onto my face, I was, a specific little tune came to my head. And it went something like this. Yeah, and then there, it, yeah, Germs is one of those songs that's in the style of uh, Germs is in the style of Nine Inch Nails, uh-huh. but it's not a specific song. Uh, Ringtone is like one of his weakest in the style of because it's supposed to be in the style of Queen, and I don't think they quite hit it. <laughs> and there's Harvey the Wonder Hamster, the uh, shortest song to date. Uh, I don't. Is it as short as a uh, uh, Let Me Be Your Hog? Uh, I, I I don't I, think so. No, oh, I, I think now I got to look it up. Let me be your hog is is a little shorter because that was something they had to do for the movie because he was like he couldn't buy the rights to whatever song he wanted to play there so he's like I'm just gonna make up something and that was one of the songs he did at the concert I went to. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you got one more minute. Oh my goodness! It just it just once it's in your head it never leaves your head. As anybody who's ever been horribly dumped yep. knows that song. <laughs> and and at, at the uh, concert we saw, he goes, everybody knows this is about a real girlfriend I broke up with. And in the video, I tear up a photo of the real girl that dumped me. But <laughs> I never told anybody this. She dumped me for someone who made her laugh. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Burns. Oh my wow. God! Uh, you don't you don't recover from that. Holy no. God. Yes, well, I'd rather did. jump naked in a huge pile of thumbtacks, <laughs> or stick my nostrils together with crazy glue. <laughs> I'd rather dive into a swimming pool filled with double-edged razor blades and spend, and spend one, more one more minute with you. <laughs> It's great too because he just he knows how to milk a song. It's it's all I mean he he's a very good songwriter. He's a very good musician, but he mm. also kind of gets the 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 tropes and the clichés of music almost better than anybody else. Well, he doesn't, who is a he, professional. Well, he doesn't get a lot of credit for his musicianship. And, right. Oh no, not and, at and all. That, and that's and and that's you know that sucks because he is an incredible musician. He yeah, and like you said, it takes a lot. You know, I guess the analog is in in acting. They say doing comedy is the hard is one of the hardest things to do in all of acting. Right. And I think the same could be said for being a parody musician, especially one with the talent of Al, Weird Al. You know, right. how do you how do you take something like that and make it funny and make it work, right. and still maintain all the the rules of musicianship. Exactly. That's a that's a great way of putting it, Joe. And I also I can't ride uh, the Jungle Cruise without uh, hearing Skipper Dan in my head. Yep, my daughter's <laughs> favorite song. <laughs> great yeah, song. And, great. Song. And one of the other one of the other reasons why Weird Al is so timeless is because he avoids things that are dated for the most part. Yeah. You know, he, he yeah. goes he goes with he goes with humor that's very classic and timeless. There's one song he did um, that uh, I don't think it was on an album, uh, but there is there is a official video called Headline News. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's a parody of of uh, of uh, the Crash Test Dummies, and those those references are very dated. But for the most part. <laughs> He, yeah. he avoids that, and that's one of the reasons why he is such a uh, – he, he just stands out. Yeah. It is good. I mean, he has evolved, I think, more so than any – you know, if you put him in the in the category of novelty genre, he's evolved, I think, better than anybody on this list who has, who's been in the industry for more than 20 years. Right. I wouldn't disagree. It's, yeah, he's – yeah, it really is interesting. And the beauty is, too, is that he's safe for your kids to listen to. Yes. yes. 
I yeah, there's there's one song that I don't think is all that safe. But but, but he's a, he's as uni- pretty much as universal as you can get, really. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in this genre. That's that's true. That is very very true. So, do we have uh, have we said our piece about um, Mr. Weird L or? Well, we could do an entire episode, but let's not. And we have. Believe it or not, yeah, Mike and I actually <laughs> did one long, long ago in the before times. In the dark times. In the dark times. Yeah, we were, we were, Mike, we were recording upstairs still. Oh, yeah, we were in the out of that really, really hot apartment. The hot, hot little room. <laughs> yeah, that hot room. Yep, that's now my son's bedroom. With an AC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can't we didn't have an AC at the time. No, we can't, we can't run. No, we can't run the AC, Mike. That's the that's the tenant rule of podcasting. You have to be hot because any background noise is just going to mess everything up. Goodness, don't you know that? All right, so let's move on to some of our other um, artists and songs that we wanted to talk about here. Catherine, I'm going to let you start because you've got quite the list. <laughs> Like, like I mentioned on the last episode, I've been, I've, the minute we said, we're going to do this episode this year, I was like, all right, and I put together my list. <laughs> so I'm going to start with a classic, Tom Lehrer. Here's how they do it now. You can't take three from two, two is less than three, so you look at the four in the tens place. Now that's really four tens, so you make it three tens, regroup, and you change a ten to ten ones, and you add to the two and get twelve, and you take away three, that's nine. Is that clear? Instead of four in the tens place, you've got three because you added one, that is to say ten to the two, but you can't take seven from three, so you look in the hundreds place. From the three, you then use one to make ten ones, and you know why four plus minus one plus ten is fourteen minus one, because addition is commutative, right? And so you got thirteen tens, and you take away seven, and that leaves five. Well, six, actually, but... He, uh, in addition to the things that he did... Um, in general, he also wrote a lot for the Electric Company. Mm. Yeah, like L.Y. was one of his songs and, then, and a bunch of other things that he, uh, the, the songs that they did on uh, the Electric Company were written by Tom Lehrer. But uh, some of the songs I like to call out are uh, The Vatican Rag, Oedipus <laughs> Rex, and then um, something that I feel like a lot of the people that have had to start homeschooling their children because of COVID-19, New Mass. <laughs> he's still alive by the way yep yeah he he performed for a while and then he decided that he was pretty much done with performing i don't know if it was because they they decided not to use him on square one television uh but i think he was just like you know what i'm gonna go back to teaching <laughs> he, he continued teaching the whole time and he was like ah, i'm done <laughs> But I, I'm so glad that he did what he did because it, it's so valued. Yeah, and it's just one of those things, too. It always – all you have to do is mention one of his songs. And even if you don't know who Tom Lehrer is, you'll know the song. Poisoning Pigeons in the Park? I was that just going to say that, yes. Yep. <laughs> that that and, one and uh, the Masochism Tango. Yep. Oh, was, was that him? Him? Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> those, those those two are both on the uh, on an album that's on my list actually, the uh, Doctor Demento's 20th anniversary. Ooh. Yes, they are. See, we've crossed the streams. It wasn't that oh, no. bad after all. We, um, <laughs> well, you we never cross the streams. There's also a musical called Tomfoolery, which is is just kind of like a, a musical t- tribute to Tom Lair. Nice. It is like, well, Theater 3 and Acted Mass did it like 20 years ago. Yep. And, I mean, it's it's strung together with the wafer thinnest of plots. But, <laughs> of course. Like like Mamma Mia, I'm sure. It's like, we're going to well, take all these songs we love and make a musical out of it. Mamma Mia is war and peace, plot-wise, compared to tomfoolery. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey, hey. I should have really, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, too, I, like, I should have come up with a better thing than War and Peace, please. <laughs> I'm a me is like a, is, is like a, uh, is like LA Confidential compared to. 
<laughs> compared to tomfoolery. There, I fixed it. Yay. But yeah, Tom Tom Lehrer, nice Tom Lehrer is really nice recovery great. There. Nice recovery there, Andy. I'm like a cat, and, Joe. I land on my feet. And then I pretend <laughs> nothing happened and I go lick my butt. So <laughs> <laughs> And and Tom wow, Lehrer is available on <laughs> we do. Tom Tom Lehrer is available on YouTube, so like we watched a, his uh, full Copenhagen concert last night ah. on YouTube. Nice. Think, nice. So so yeah, you you sent us that video the other night too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's it's like just the whole thing, soup to nuts. <laughs> so all right, so um, Mike. Yes. You you mentioned it, so yes, you would just mention it. So why don't you talk a little bit about the Dr. Demento collection? All right, yeah, I had never even heard of the Dr. Demento, um, but my uh, parents got the double double cassette version, and uh, yeah, we start they just started playing it, and just all pretty much all the songs I just fell on my floor, fell off for. was also down on his luck. Fact is, he was barely keeping his head below water. I bellied up to the sandbar. He poured me the usual. Rusty snail, hold the grunion, shaken, not stirred. With a peanut butter and jellyfish sandwich on the side. Heavy on the mako. I slipped him a fin. On porpoise. I was feeling good. I even dropped a sand dollar in the box for Jerry's squids. For the halibut. Well, the place was crowded. We were packed in like sardines. They were all there to listen to the big band sounds of Tommy Dorsal. What soul? Tommy was rocking the place with a very popular tuna. Salmon chanted evening. And the stage was surrounded by screaming groupers. Probably there to see the band. Laughing about, I mean, uh, Guitar Zan. <laughs> oh, um, yes. Oh, man. Yep. Says your chewing gum loses flavor on the bedpost overnight. Uh, <laughs> The Scotsman. If tin, if tin was a mess of tin, what do they make foghorns out of? Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Scotsman, that was that was a regular on something that we're going to talk about later, the WAF morning show. Yeah. Um, and then they have like some, some, some of the more weird ones, like uh, they're coming to take me away, haha. <laughs> and uh, Taekwon Leap slash Boot to the Head. Oh, yeah. Taekwon That's Leap. a weird one. That's I remember a weird that one. one. Oh, oh, that's like a skit that ends up with a, a song. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a it's a skit for like boot to the head where this like ancient master is like teaching people how to do boot to the head. <laughs> it just he says boot to the head, and you hear this. Wasn't that a skin kids in the hall? The original kids in the hall. I don't know. I'm looking. For it is like I, into, I, I have into, I have into, I have this two disc CD of uh, Doctor Demento's twentieth. I remember, I remember I remember when Kids in the Hall was on HBO, there was a skit where they, they were all like at a lawyer's office reading off a will. And he's like, and to my daughter I leave, a boot to the head. Yeah, Taekwon Leap is credited to the Frantics, but yes, the uh that that is also related. It's basically the same same ish skit. I think okay. they're related. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, he's teaching them all Taekwon Leap, and this guy is like, hey. What are we gonna do? People up. When are we gonna learn to be people up? Um, to 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 do this thing, you must learn patience. Yeah, 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 patience. How long will that take? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the track list too, and there's just so much. Like a lot of this is like late '60s, early '70s. Yeah. Like yeah. novelty artists as well i mean there's, there's so much stuff on here um I mean, monster uh, mash yeah the I mean, monster uh, mash is on there purple people eaters on there witch doctor fish tarzan fish so heads, fish as roly poly fish, fish heads and um another really kind of weird one that's more vocal than song but wet dream <laughs> yep i remember that one i have that memorized <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> Dead it's, puppies. It's, it's, it's yeah. 
Yep. Star Trekking. And the, the funny thing is, too, is that there was a, you know, back back when we used to listen to radio, um, WERS, which is the Emerson College radio station, every yep. Saturday night, had, like at 7 o'clock, had like this kids, like a two-hour block just dedicated to kids' music. And because oh, yeah, kids could re- could request this music, it was always the same songs. But like so many of these songs on this 20th anniversary are on there. I, I'd be shocked if they ever took the CD out of the player. <laughs> they they played some other things. There's a there's a, a hilarious song called "What Kind of Cat" that I heard on the play on the uh, <laughs> the playground. Mm. What kind of cat? Are, what kind of cat are you? I love that song. <laughs> like at first it sounds like you're like oh god it's a kid song oh god it's a kid song oh wait these puns are getting better <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember choco broccoli and um and the uh bahama in my pajamas <laughs> like okay. every every saturday we would be guaranteed to hear that song no matter where we drove yeah, the most most recent song on that collection was uh, Wappin. Oh, is that the, the Daryl Hammond song? Yeah, Daryl Hammond yeah. and Christopher Snell. It was uh, him him doing uh, um, Elmer Fudd and rapping about how oh. much he hates Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> that's, oh, that's hilarious. The, the cockroach that ate Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Shel Silverstein reading Sarah Cynthia Sylvia Stout would not take the garbage, take garbage out. out yes. <laughs> this that actually, you know, and I'll, I'll tell it to any parents listening. Um, first of all, thank you for listening to us. Um, <laughs> yeah, this it, this is the, I could definitely think of worse CDs you could buy to listen to with your kids that everybody will have a good time listening to on a road trip. Oh yeah, yeah. right. And and I mean, for the most part, I don't think there are going to be too many references that the kids don't won't get. Right. And if the kids don't get it, the adults will. That's very yeah. true. Yeah, Steve and Martin's that, on this one. Yeah. King Tut. Oh, that's King right. Tut. I love that. He could have won a Grammy. <laughs> buried in his jammies. <laughs> King Tut. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I will, love the existential know. blues. Oh, oh, yes. That's a great one. <laughs> I, I love everything on this. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> like, I, I, I had a friend that had it, and I copied it from her, and now I own the two-CD two disc set. Of course, the Furious Face as well. Yep. Yeah, Spike, yeah, yeah, got yeah. Spike Jones. Yeah, I just I just added him to my honorable mention list. <laughs> oh, Spike Jones. Spike Jones and his City Slickers, they've got a lot of funny songs. Yeah. I had a I had a, like a tape that is all when I was in junior high and I listened used to listen to it constantly of Spike Jones. But anything else about Dr. Demento's 20th anniversary, Mike? Um, no, nah, I mean just every single song. Well, for the most part, there was there was a couple of, like I actually kind of skipped over the serious Cynthia Stout because um, it's just I I read it and okay. I knew ah. it. <laughs> but for Free Branch, every single other one, I would just listen to it over and over and over. Okay. Check in the Christmas universe. And that's that's part of the part of the thing that like, you know, it's it's just you can listen to it over and over and over again and it hasn't gotten old yet. No. <laughs> and it was it was the twentieth anniversary when I was in high school and it's still good. And it starts off with Jim Backus. So what's wrong what's bad with that? I don't know, Mike. What is so bad about that? <laughs> Where's my nephew Waldo? <laughs> Lover. Where's my money? <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, and if you're not a, uh, if you if you feel like Doctor Demento might just be a little below your reading level, then I'd also recommend Forbidden Broadway, especially mm. if you've got theater kids in the house, because. Uh, reasons yeah so all right so on my list here i'm going to start with the artist jonathan colton
monkey have long walk back to cubicle he sit down pretend to work code monkey not thinking so straight code monkey not feeling so great code monkey like Fritos code monkey like Tab and Mountain Dew code monkey very simple man big warm fuzzy secret heart code monkey like you interesting person because he's more musician than humorist but the songs to me that really stick out are the ones that are the humor songs mm. mostly mostly his song of the week stuff was very humorous yeah although like, did he release four albums at one time well he did he was doing a song song of the week for a yeah. very long time, like back in the early days of the uh, the internet becoming a huge thing that everybody had access to. So, yeah, but I mean, these songs that he's got here, uh, like Code Monkey, which is just, it just is such an infectious song. Code um, Monkey yeah. like Fritos. Code <laughs> Monkey like Tab like and Mountain Dew. <laughs> and you know we've all had those soul crushing jobs. We might still have those soul crushing oh, jobs yeah, for a while now. Yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> Code, monkey Code monkey think. think. <laughs> Code monkey think. Maybe manager Rob, right? Right, GD. <laughs> GD might engage himself. Himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I actually, uh, I came to learn, uh, I came to know Jonathan Colton through his songs for uh, Portal in Portal 2, Still Alive and Watch You Die. Oh, Dawn. that's right. I completely forgot about that. Mm. Uh, and they're simple songs, but they, it fits the game completely, oh, 100%. Yeah, they totally, totally, yeah. I don't, th- I don't think the games would be the same without them. No, yeah. no especially not with it having GLaDOS sing them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I remember, Mike, when we went to uh, that Riff Tracks Live, and he performed R.E. Your Brains. Oh, yeah. Which is such a quarantine song, it's not even funny. <laughs> I love, All I love, we um, want to do is eat, is your, brains. eat your brains. I was not unreasonable. I well, mean, no one's going to no eat, one your wants eyes. eat your eyes. Apparently, he wrote that for um, another uh, st- uh, Steam song, uh, Steam game, uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Oh, God. Yeah. It I, is... I, I, I do love his uh his song uh Chiron Beta Prime. Yes, actually <laughs> that's going on our Christmas playlist this year and see if my wife notices. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's on my holiday rotation. <laughs> Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. protectors. <laughs> and then there's Skull Crusher Mountain, which the second I heard this song, I immediately thought of my brother-in-law Matt as just a song that just would speak to him. And it's not because he's even <laughs> a scientist. It's just like, it fits in with all of these tropes that he is familiar with. And just the whole, the whole story is just this, this egomaniacal scientist who, you know, had his, his uh, assistant Scarface kidnap a woman. And he's telling yep. her all about his evil diabolical plans. And, but he's like he's monkeys. Just, he's he's you upset like with monkeys. her. Yeah. He's upset Maybe with you her. don't like monsters so much. <laughs> Maybe I used too many monkeys. Isn't it enough to know I ruined a pony making a gift for you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he is he's a lot of fun to listen to. And um that's that's gone on my daughter's uh, a lot of his stuff has gone on my daughter's MP3 player. Oh yeah, and he does uh, he does the musical interludes on Ask Me Another. Okay. Is that uh, an NPR show? I'm not familiar with that one. It, it's, it's, an <laughs> NPR, yeah, it's an NPR quiz show. Yep. Okay. It it just sounds like um. Wait wait don't tell me. Yeah, it's the other one. It's the, okay. yeah it's, it, 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 yeah there are a couple of quiz shows on uh, NPR. You're you're all you're all under the impression that like I actually drive in cars now and do things. So. <laughs> Hey, he he was doing it before we were all like not driving in cars. I know. 
<laughs> Excuse me, but I just you were you were too busy listening to your nonfiction boredom. Yeah, exactly, you, exactly. You were you were too busy not escaping world the world before we were locked down. <laughs> <laughs> now I regret it. So, uh, Catherine, what else do you have on your list? All right. Uh, next up, I was going to talk about Victor Borga. I have uh, been asked specifically to play the first movement of the Moonlight Sonata by Ludwig van Beethoven, and that is what I intend to do right now. It's kind of a short day, wasn't it? <laughs> I wonder why there are three pedals on this grand piano. <laughs> Who do they think I am? to remember everything. <laughs> Yay! The Yay. Danish... Uh, another thing that is totally available on YouTube, and you can watch whole hour. You know, it used to be a special order, Time Life Collection. Time yes. Life Collection. That's, that's how I... Believe it or not, that's how I know Victor Borga. <laughs> yeah, I used to only know him from, the, like, the commercials, and then I bought a yep. tape that I listened to, and I was, like, digging around, and I was like, do I have any titles from him? And I'm like... Not from this. It's just like musical humor one, musical humor two. I was like, okay, but yeah, yeah he's on. You had a VHS of uh, Victor Borga. Yeah, you probably get it from Time Life. Yeah, probably. I, I found a DVD uh, like used at, at Newbury Comics that I bought, so I've got that too. But yeah, he's uh, ten Denmark's national treasure. I think. <laughs> He he's still um, one of my favorite episodes of uh, the Muppet Show. I don't know that one. I don't think I own that one. Hmm. I, I want to say it was season four. Okay, uh, yeah, that hasn't been released. Last I checked, only seasons one through three have been released, and then there was also I have the uh, fifteen disc Time Life collection that he's not on there either. Yes, I, I've um, I've I found the other couple seasons through uh, other means. Ah, yes. Yes, they can't get the rights to put it on Disney Plus yet. Yeah. Ah, shame. I gotcha. Yes. There's some issues there, but yes. Like, that and... Yeah, there's there's another episode I would love to have. Uh, it's uh, the, uh, the uh, Christopher Reeves episode I would love to have access to. But anyway, <laughs> Victor Borga, yes. Oh, my goodness. He is so fun, and, like, making classical music fun, he's like, this is a song through which most people cough. Well, it, 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 it's funny, but I think part, part, of, part of the attraction, too, and part of the draw is the, is the accent. It's just because it's it just, it, it's so out of what we're not, we're not used to it. And, and so he's, he's being humorous, and he's got this accent, and, and you think, okay, he's putting on an act on us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the comedy is, is just very sincere. Like, he's yeah. basically a stand-up comedian that plays classical piano. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, and he plays it really, really well, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he just play things off the cuff, uh, him doing the, the waltz. And he was like, it sounds funny. And then he's like, oh. And he turns the pages right side up. And then he plays it. And you're like, oh, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's great when he has like a guest, like, a, like uh, he had an opera singer on. And she, oh. kept, she kept leaning against the piano. He kept kind of shooing her off. You stop playing the sure off it. <laughs> that was the thing we watched on YouTube just the other day. Uh, was was that one because he's like the reason that grand pianos have this bend is because opera singers lean on it. <laughs> she wasn't even so, a, like a large opera singer. She was very svelte. No, oh. she was. She had a she had a fabulous uh, '80s dress on with yes. this giant bow. <laughs> but yep, available on YouTube. Go for it, people. Nice. Nice. Definitely worth it. Oh, yeah. 
Awesome. That was, awesome. That's one of the clips that was featured in that Time Life ad that was way, that was going on when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, I and you know, just like Joe, that's how I know of Victor Borga. We didn't listen to Victor Borga in my house, so. Ah. Uh, go go forth. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. You. 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 Yeah. I think you'll get a kick out of it, Andy. So, um, now the next one on my list here is is more one song, even though I have listened to a few of their other songs, but the Guild. that you only picked I'm the one that's cool I think there, I, there are a few other ones though there's uh, my avatar yeah do you want to date my avatar is really great and yeah. um oh gosh there's one other one it's I'm blanking on it well the thing with I'm the one that's cool is like it's just the song itself is infectious it is just like it just gets stuck there well they're all infectious that's that's one of the... I mean did you ever watch the guild um, no, I never did. I didn't even know this was. Uh, a- so let me explain how I found out that this, <laughs> this song actually existed. I had I was watching um, the YouTube channel Musical Hell, and she was talking about nerdy musicals. And for her little interlude in between, which when she was talking about, she was showing a thing from Matilda, the, the musical. But she was actually playing the chorus to I'm the One That's Cool. Ah. And it was like, I like that song. And then my, my like, the Songify thing on my phone picked it up. It's like, I'm going to listen to this now. That's Felicia Day. <laughs> Kanga why, why Forrester? Are you, why, why, are you, why are you surprised that it's Felicia Day? I just, I did not know she was, like, an actual, like, rock singer. I knew she did the stuff for, um... Dr. Horrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she did that. Well, she also can sing classic Italian opera. Ah. Wow. That was, that, was where she, that was where she learned. Um, that was what she sang when her mother dragged her to the, uh, the, uh, the new um, uh, 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 Mickey Mouse Club auditions. <laughs> that's what she, she didn't get the job, and that's okay. And that's, um, yeah, that's, I think we're all grateful for that. I think yeah. she turned out okay. Yeah. In the long yeah. run, I think it was worth it. Yeah. yeah and also, uh, a Game On is the other song I was trying to think of that the, the Guild has done. Okay. But yeah, yeah, the the Guild is is a very entertaining story about characters, people playing World of Warcraft and making a band online, and then actually meeting in person. <laughs> and I was I was watching it when it was new, <laughs> so. That was fun, and uh, yeah, it was new, and then it was a period where it was being funded by Microsoft, and you would, so like, you're like, okay, I'll search for it on Bing. Yeah, yeah, if you knew the exact ep- name of the episode, you still couldn't find it on Bing, because Bing is the worst search engine ever. Oh, God, yeah. It still sucks. That's how you can, but you know the funny thing is, though, you can always tell when a movie is produced by Sony, because they always go to the search engine Bing. Every character. <laughs> I didn't even know that still existed. I thought that would run to the ground the same way it was Microsoft uh, Internet Explorer. Mike, if you look hard oh, enough, no, no. you'll Inter- find Internet Ask Ex- Jeeves still. Yeah, Internet Explorer is dead because of uh, security issues. You, uh, the new Edge is better, but it still defaults to Bing, which sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah what, whatever. It's just there for you to download um, Netflix, and uh, not Netflix, Chrome anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, 
So, um, Mike, do you have any others on your list I for actually, this, I, this portion? Yes, I just put one in because I uh, remembered it as you guys were talking. Uh, Team Unicorn. They're, uh, it's a group of uh, four, uh, four women, uh, Claire Grant, Riley Vanderbilt, Melon uh, Sarley, and Allison Hazlip. Uh, was originally um, Michelle Boyd instead of Allison Hazlip. But they just kind of do like, um, just kind of like song parodies and like fun songs. The one I most remember them for was their first big one was called Geek and Gamer Girls, which was a parody of California Girls, you know, yeah. by... Um, uh, what's her name? Beach Boys. No. Oh. Um, yeah, Katy Perry. Oh. Okay. Oh, so yeah, the song California Girls. Right. Um, All right. But, um, and, and in that song, uh, they actually have uh, Seth Green doing a rap bit because Seth Green is married to Clara Grant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun it's a fun little video. Uh, fun. It's a good good song. And the song's uh, video has also got. Um, Stan Lee in a cameo. <laughs> uh, and, they, and they actually have a song that they did with Weird Al Yankovic. I haven't seen this one yet, but it's called For the Wind. Oh, okay. I'll have to check that one out. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not familiar at all with them. Yeah, I, I, I just remember seeing um, Geek and Gamer Girls because uh, I heard about Claire Grant on Robot Chicken. Because obviously married to Seth Green, right? Huh. Oh yeah. That is cool. That is quite cool. All she was right. she was she was in the Guild. She was in several episodes of the Guild, actually. Oh okay. Again, now I'm finding out more about the Guild that I have to look into now. <laughs> yep. Actually, Michelle Boyd was in uh, the Guild as well. All right. She well, I'm, fi- I'm failing miserably at the Guild then, so. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Catherine, what else do you have on your list for this portion of the show? Well, next I was going to talk about Alan Sherman. Uh, ah. Everybody knows Camp Granada, probably, if they've ever heard okay. any kind of, uh, of, uh, of novelty music ever, they've heard Camp Granada. Hello, mother. Hello, mother. Here I am at Camp Granada. Camp is very entertaining. And they say we'll have some fun if it stops raining. I went hiking with Joe Spivey. He developed poison ivy. You remember Leonard Skinner. He got ptomaine poisoning last night after dinner. All the counselors hate the waiters. And the lake has alligators. And the head coach wants no sissies so he reads to us from something called ulysses now also known as hello mother hello father yes uh but uh my father actually gave me he burned me a cd of uh an album of his and we were listening to some of it uh, just the other night um which he did with the boston pops huh and uh there's peter and the commissar 
<laughs> oh, I've been uh, And uh, How Dry I Am, which uh, uh, Alan Sherman conducts and the conductor for the Boston Pops at the time, uh, Hiccups. <laughs> and there's also the 12 Gifts of Christmas, which is hilarious. Nice. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we've we've heard of Alan Sherman, but most people only know Camp Granada, and they, he's done so much more than that. Right. Camp, Camp Granada is on the uh, 20th anniversary, Doctor Demento. <laughs> it is. Just keep tying back to that thing, don't we? <laughs> well, it is the Stargate. It, for this. It, this. <laughs> it, it's got so much good on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I think it, it it's a pretty good. It, it, it's pretty true that for for a lot of us, for a lot of our generation, Gen X, or Dr. Demento was the gateway drug to all, all of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. It was the gateway drug to uh, Weird Al Yankovic because that's how we got to start. Yeah. Yes, Pretty with, much. Um, with, um, oh, what was that one? Oh, uh, it was uh, another one rides the bus, which he performed in, like, a, a bathroom with his friend. And yeah. The, the, drum, the drum beat is on his accordion case. Yeah. Uh, he, he had a, he had another he had like a the very first song he ever released though on Dr. Mento was um oh oh Belvedere Cruising. Yeah. That was it. And that's why yeah, he, he had a, Dr. Yeah. Demento has a cameo in UHF. I think he made, <laughs> I, mean, I think he made, I think he wrote a Belvedere Cruising when he was like 16. <laughs> well, it's interesting too that all these a lot of these songs like Todd had brought up stuff like a th- that a lot of the stuff is a throwback to like the Hillman Morning Show on WAAF. Yep. And you can pretty much say that any like Morning Zoo crew, you know, Morning FM show always had parody songs of, of some sort. And a lot of times they end up being stuff from that Dr. Demento. Yeah. Or, you know, other mm-hmm. other versions of Weird Al or you know, Alan Sherman or Tom Lair. Mm-hmm. Generally, yeah. if they didn't if they didn't play the full song, they at least sampled parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. On WAF, it was Looney Tune Tuesday. <laughs> was what they called it, and and everybody okay. had some kind of twist on that. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 all had their own like we're gonna play silly songs now. So. And B- oh. BBF had their uh their uh, men from Maine skits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Mike, do you have any others? I do. Well, not not that I can talk about in the, uh, right in this, now. In no. this part of the right, show, right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Catherine, how about you? Uh, how about the arrogant worms? Uh, okay, now I am not familiar with the arrogant worms. Once a year we celebrate with stupid hats and plastic plates The fact that you were able to make another trip around the sun And the whole clan gathers round and gifts and laughter do abound And we let out a joyful sound and sing that stupid song Happy birthday, now you're one year older Happy birthday, your life still isn't over Happy birthday, you did not accomplish much But you didn't die this year, I guess that's good enough Okay, they're a Canadian uh, uh, group, and they've got some classics like uh, I'm Proud to Be a Banker, <laughs> Horizon, and the Happy Happy Birthday song, which is hilarious. It's like, happy birthday, now you're one year older. Happy birthday, your life is getting older. Happy birthday, you did not accomplish much, but you didn't <laughs> die this year. We guess that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, that uh, is yeah, yeah, they've they've got a lot of funny stuff. <laughs> um, and nobody else has heard of them, so you guys, I'll go out and listen and come back. <laughs> okay, pause Definitely. this for a few minutes. Available <laughs> on Spotify. Oh yeah, they're on. You, they gotta be on the internet somewhere. I, I'm sure they are. In fact, I'm gonna go check on right now to see if Arrogant Worms are on Spotify. I don't, I don't love their version of Saskatchewan Pirate as much as uh, uh, another group that did Saskatchewan Pirate, but okay. Parachutes murder. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's a lot of good stuff here. So definitely stuff to um, to look out for. So 
So that is our conversation on novelty songs. So if you have a chance, go go listen to these things. Go find them on YouTube. Go find them on Spotify or whatever music service that you or your family or your friends have. And check those out. So until next time. Immediately. <laughs> L-Y. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you later. down here to get the hot story, didn't you? Pictures of me to send you lousy newspapers. Uh, Frank. Sure, you think I'm a big hero, the man of the hour? Well, do any of you understand how a man can hurt inside? Frank, Frank they're not here for you. Weird Al Yankovic is on the plane.